Whoa, what up? I didn't know it, it had voice acting. It does. We can't hear yeah. it on the recording, but it starts by saying, now recording. Yeah, that was sick. That is pretty slick. Are we still what doing up, the... Critter Nash? The blowing? No. No. No? We aren't okay. doing the blowing. We're way past and that. It's actually funny, because the reason we don't do the blowing anymore is here right now with us. Oh, yours truly. Yeah. Welcome to the, the self-proclaimed number one hater, Griffin. Hell yeah. No, this is a special episode then. Yeah. He Why? hates us. Why? Griffin hates us so much. More of an uh, obligatory thing, you know? We have to. Yeah. Talk. Yeah. yeah. Someone has to do it. It's a big pair of shoes to fill, but and I, I was not supposed to be here for the whole podcast, but I'm working, so I don't have the ability to leave the the voice call. <laughs> <laughs> You're on site. Now? I'm hmm? like downtown, just picking up garbage right now. <laughs> oh, <no. Yeah. laughs> and I'm I'm driving home from work. So okay, <laughs> yeah. Work. Yeah, and me and Griffin have worked in a few hours, so I think I'll people just... are going to really be able to tell Ethan is the only one like, yeah. <laughs> with very great mic quality. Yeah. Well, thanks for saying that, Graham. Got the gaming headset on. So I mean, I, I wish. I just, good. I just, I just have my phone headphones. I'd be pretty yeah. great if I could bring my speaker to to work. I would carry it around. You should let him know that. Um, moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. For Critter Pit. <laughs> you have to start doing that. Yeah, they need to start paying you to do this. Yeah. You gotta focus <laughs> to on what's real, man. Yeah. <laughs> Critter Pit yeah. is the only real thing in my life, so I hope yeah. it's the same for you guys. So yeah, yeah we're all here. We're all right. Yeah. Um, We're all in different places. Yeah. Before we get on to Spinal Tap, I gotta I gotta ask because like I remember the last podcast I said I hadn't watched a film. You guys yelled at me. And uh as soon as I left I forgot what it was. I've been racking (laughs) my brain trying to find out what 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 did I not watch that you guys were very upset at me for. Seven Seal was one. That's what it. That's the one I was on. I don't remember what movie I said I didn't watch that made you guys angry, though. Um, I don't know, man. You have to listen to the episode back. I don't remember that either. Well, that's actually an interesting topic. Is um, Graham's not the number one fan anymore? No, it's Keegan now. It's my Keegan. No, 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 no. It's our Keegan. My Keegan, because he's watched every single episode. He always has extensive notes. He's um, he's a bit of a fanboy. Not gonna lie. That, that is awesome. Yeah. So there, we do have <laughs> listeners out there. Or like, when is Keegan's birthday? It's coming up, right? Yeah, it's on the twentieth, I think. Saturday. I, I think it's on the twentieth. Okay. And uh, yeah, sure, yeah, he's requesting, 
He's requesting some uh, merch. Nice. He thinks we should start some merchandise. You know, my t-shirt, man. Hmm. I was saying, you know, my birthday's coming up as well. Nice. Number two fan. In like eight months or something like that. (laughs) Let's go. Keegan a Critter Pit t-shirt. We should. Yeah, I would. I would. I would get some Critter Pit merch. I would. I think me and Sam could probably like make a living off just selling merch to those two. Graham and Keegan. Just chilling out to them. Yeah. But um, here we are. Griffin watched a film that we all watched. Bo is afraid. Griffin, you said you wanted oh, to. Oh yeah. To mention that. I gotta hear about this. What is Griffin's burning hot Bo's afraid takes? Yeah, oh, I don't really have any Bo Bo's afraid takes. I mostly just wanted to discuss it. But... What do you What do you think about it? I was I really liked the first like third of it, and then it, I didn't like the last little bit nearly as much. Yeah, I felt that, similarly. A little bit much at one point. Hmm. Just I just thought it was a lot weaker near the yeah, end. Yeah, I, I think I told tight. you we were completely checked out in the theater, and we were the only two there. So. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm surprised yeah. how many people were at my theater. Because it was playing at 9 p.m. Like, it ended at 1 a.m. Or was it... Or no, sorry. It was about 10 p.m. that it started. And it ended at 1 a.m. And there was, like, at least 20 people in my theater. It, it's been out for a couple of weeks at that point. I also did not know it was three hours long. I thought it was, like, two hours. Actually, was... I didn't know Midsommar was three hours long because I just rewatched that with a friend because I wanted to show him. I movie yeah, was three least... hours. It doesn't it feel like it. I was afraid it feels like three hours, man. <laughs> it does. I think it, it for really me, does. I was afraid felt longer than three hours, but not in a bad way. Yeah, there's just so much happens like, throughout the whole film. I just it is like a very completely lost movie. my concept of time while watching. It. Yeah, I like I like walking though. He's um, great. I absolutely so I love the uh, play scene. It was very very pretty p- part of the movie. I was uh, reading something about how Lynch always has these uh, scenes in his films called the Eye of the Duck scenes, and uh, how the play is the Eye of the Duck scene for uh, Bo is Afraid. It's just a scene that's very stylistically different that stands out. Yeah, yeah. Wait, um, who has them in their movies? David Lynch. Oh, yeah. Because in his films, an example of that would be like the curtain-like stage scenes. If you know what I mean, Sam. Like in uh, Eraserhead. Oh, in Eraserhead. Also yeah. in Twin Peaks. Yeah, also <laughs> big in Twin Peaks. Yeah. But that's an interesting concept. Have you seen uh, Kung Fu Panda movies? They've got that shit. Oh, Yeah. Establishing any backstory? Man. Should we should do an episode on those. Yeah. I've yeah. actually heard that trilogy's pretty solid. It is. Yeah. I rewatched it not that long ago. It's really fucking good. The second one is I would say like on par with with a lot of the Shrek movies too. Mm. Shrek does slap. 
We're big Shrek but heads over here. Shrek movies, because there are some bad Shrek movies. Yeah, yeah. I'd say it's yeah. on par with the first couple. I think everyone can agree that number three is by far the worst. Like, four yeah. is, is, is amazing compared to number three. Really, yeah. I didn't like four very much when I watched it. I haven't seen it in a long time, though. Yeah, Actually, you know what movie? Because Bo was afraid really messed up with my perception of time. Same thing with Midsommar. Like, it feels so short. Bo's afraid feels so long. Um, another movie that messed with my perception of time was uh, Spinal Tap. Mm. <laughs> this is Spinal Tap. Spinal Tap. Yeah. Yeah, it felt really short. Yeah, it, was, it felt yeah. like, it's like minutes. 70 minutes. 84 minutes. It's yeah. pretty short. Um, and Sorry. it's a little, it's a romp. Oh, not yet. I think five <laughs> cents, maybe. <laughs> this is great content. Yeah. Um, Gra- or Griffin, you want to introduce the film since you're our guest? Give what's, a little uh, bit of analysis. What's Spinal Tap about? It's a mockumentary about Spinal Tap, the band, and I don't know. It's just a lot uh, of shit. That's going incorrect. On. What? Actually, it's a rockumentary. Yeah. Oh, okay, bro. Okay. <laughs> it's um yeah. the first rockumentary. It's a very fun movie. There's a lot of ass shots in it. A lot of a lot of package shots. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> and also, best Chuck McGill. That tripped oh, me up. Realize you even realize it. You even said that last time I was on the podcast. I didn't even remember. It's Charles McGill. So um, funny. Just makes me chuckle. No, the really movie felt... I, I watched the movie on two times speed because it was available on YouTube. <laughs> like, I was intending to watch it over the week, but I forgot entirely about it. Because my family, yeah. like, owns it on, on DVD. Okay. I was intending to watch it, and uh, I just entirely forgot. So I watched it just an mm-hmm. hour before coming on here. Watch on two times speed. Did you watch it at work? Um, it is two fifty. Two fifty. Almost three. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a great <laughs> film. <laughs> British rockers, man. Just, just British people. Pretty funny. I love Charles McGill in this, but he's not even my favorite character. My favorite character is the other uh, man-child, Nigel. It's very funny, know. that Nigel. Like, there's this okay. one bit. You like the mustache guy? He's got a good stash. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Like, the bit with the, like, amp that goes to 11 is just perfect. Yeah. Oh yeah. So funny. It reminds me of have you guys ever seen that bit from the Lemmy show where it's like a kilogram of steel versus a kilogram of feathers? Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Remind me so much of that, that scene. It's very funny. Yeah. But yeah, I love the entirety of the Lemmy show. I think that's just British humor. Yeah. Great. One thing I can say is like I have I have this thing where um unless I become familiar with a language, I find names in other languages to be very difficult to remember 
And okay. I guess it's I guess I get like that. Britain is just so foreign to me. I could I couldn't remember <laughs> any of their names. Wow. So there's Nigel and David, I think. And I think the manager's named Ian. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Was Nigel the same dude uh, complaining about the catering in that one scene? Yeah. About the yeah, bread. that was a, that was a good scene too. I love how I love they're all just man children, right? And yeah. Like, yeah. The producer has to like um, enable them, right? Because they're so egotistical, but also has to like rein them in. It's a great dynamic, and I think that I, scene. I, does the it movie best. felt so short. I wasn't finished my my thought when I. Cut me off mm-hmm. uh, on the street, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Man like I, I think it's because I watched so many like amateur documentaries on YouTube that are so like poorly structured that like it felt like twenty minutes to me, mm. but it was actually only forty minutes because you're watching at times two speed. <laughs> yeah, it was like a great about point. forty-seven minutes or something. But great, it felt yeah. like twenty. Felt like half the time. Yeah. Time. Um, I love the style of this film, though. I love the yeah. tree style. It's been a great influence to me throughout my life. Um, Griffin can actually speak to that. We've uh, collaborated on first, projects before. One of the first uh, film ideas we had was uh, the documentary about McDougal. Yeah, The Death oh, of Connor yeah. James McDougal, which is a That's mockumentary. Very famous. Yeah, the very famous. Um, sequels in the works yeah yeah so i just wanted to shout out spinal tap because that might not exist without spinal tap so shout out and i I love the bit where the the drummers they've had throughout the years just kept on like dying in mysterious circumstances Uh, oh even the drummer at the very end like when they're in japan (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's a great bit no, I, a, a more, a more subtle head. bit that I really liked that kept happening is every time they would do a flashback and the drummer would do a solo, it would play mm. like guitar instead of drum. Okay. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, if you go back to like every flashback and they do like a drum solo, it's like guitar playing to the beat of the drum. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I love it. I, I think it was Nigel's guitar solos, right? They're just so terrible. <laughs> I love Nigel, with, uh, with a violin. He, like, tunes the violin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like that Nigel, against the strings, yeah. Um, When he fell over and he had to be picked up in performance by the... No, the, the, stage, the stage hand, like, had to spin him around to do his... Yeah. Solo. Yeah, and lift him back up. Love it. It's just very entertaining watching this, like, band that takes himself very seriously, right? Very pretentious, self-serious, and in their, like, waning days. Yeah. It's just so great. All the shots are just, like, the empty venues, just the worst venues. Just the most, like, tone-deaf performances. It's great. Like, the uh, experimental jazz they play at the end there. <laughs> I love it, man. There's a couple thing that things about the movie that are kind of crazy. Just the fact that I haven't seen it before until now, because mm-hmm. like there's so many things that I've just found like normal, um, 
but it turns out they were related to the movie like that my dad does because i guess my dad's like obsessed <laughs> with it so okay. like any time the word sexist was uttered in my house and my dad was around he'd be like sexy what's wrong with being sexy <laughs> <laughs> and uh that's a good dad bit what's the other one? Oh, i thought the like interview scenes where uh the band would be being interviewed by other people and they'd show it in the documentary mm. like everything they would say it was hilarious because like my dad just constantly watches documentaries from bands like the who and stuff and it was okay. like exactly how they talk but it was just nonsense where they're mm. like do you think this is the end of the band and he's like well you know what is the end you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> the universe is the universe is infinite but does wh- where does that go to yeah i love just the pretentious rambling in this movie yeah it's one of my favorite parts this is a widely loved film um both siskel and ebert Gene Siskel and Roger Ebert gave it four out of four stars, which if you're familiar with those guys, it's pretty rare. Wow. Yeah. Right. Um, oh, the, the other one, the 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 big bottom. My dad would always sing that, and I never knew what mm. it was from. So this is an oh. integral part in your uh, in your life. Yeah, I grew up listening to my dad sing Big Bottom. Yeah. Which like the lyrical genius in that song, like, yeah, it's so good. Well, what do you guys think about the music in this film? The I think sex, I think Sex Farm was a heavy bop. Sex Farm does go hard. Yeah, which one was the one that just started playing like the freaking like Victorian era music midway through? Um, not sure. I really like the Stonehenge song, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's got to be love my the intro to that one. Bottom. Yeah, no, it's so good because the intro is is uh, it's all like dark and mysterious. You expect it to be a pretty heavy song, and then it just goes right to like a sixties like Beatles, <laughs> yeah, melody. And just a tiny Stonehenge. Tiny Stonehenge. <laughs> the little really children running them. around the Stonehenge. They get like stuck in the wires. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I th- I could see uh, Critter Pit progressing like Spinal Tap down. I could us see us going down that route. Start doing some live shows, Critter Pit live. Yeah, I could see it, man. Oh, hell yeah, Critter Pit live. Out, uh, like, you should look out Bose, do a live show in Red Deer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd be great. <laughs> Nobody showed up. Hey, we'd have Keegan after <laughs> that puppet true. show. That's true. Um, would you believe that most of the uh, dialogue was improvised in this film? I would absolutely believe that. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. <laughs> I have, I'm kind I of wondering who made the songs in it, though. Mm. Yeah, if it was an actual band or not. I should have just checked the credits because I just watched it, but <laughs> I uh, didn't bother. I was curious the uh, whole movie. Michael McKean, Christopher Guest. Uh, Harry Shearer and Rob Reiner are all listed as composers. I actually researched how there was a lawsuit around this film, like in the 2010s, about like some of the actors and crew trying to get like rights to the songs because apparently the studio fucked them. Oh, there's a big lawsuit behind the scenes, and apparently the guy who played the uh, the mustache guy 
only got paid $179 for the film in residuals. Just kind of crazy. It is crazy. So he he was suing on it, and I think they settled out of court. So, but I wish I had some residuals. The Critter Pit residuals will be coming any day now. Just you wait. Just you wait. The checks will be flowing. Yeah. Like the spice on a rack, it will flow. It's not going to be a um, check. It's going to be a bill. I owe like two hundred dollars <laughs> in residuals. Yeah, <laughs> we just need the money. Um, there's a second Spinal Tap film coming out in 2024. Apparently, do you guys know that? Oh wow, they're even on that. Yeah, slated for 2024. No way! Found a Pokemon card. God damn it! <laughs> energy. Hell yeah. I, I don't I, I don't remember why, but I have in my notes just the director's hat. Oh, <laughs> because... he wears like a Marine's hat or something, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. And that's actually the director of the film, right? That's Rob yeah. Ryan who does all the interviews. That's my one beef with the film. He should have just played himself. That would have been so much funnier. Why do you have to play like a pretend director? Yeah. Yeah, he didn't really serve any purpose besides to be the director of the film. It would have so, been much and also, fun. There's like, no reason not to make it himself if he's playing it. But this yeah. was kind of like his first like big film, right? Like it was wouldn't it? really I think so. I'm not and familiar. This is before Princess Bride, right? Oh he shit. He directed a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. Oh, oh shit. He's Princess Bride. Yeah. Stand Bro. by me, misery if you get man. Yeah, misery. Bro, I've got Damn. the Princess Bride criterion. Let's go. Out. There's yeah. a shout out. I need to buy a Criterion. I don't have any yet. There's a great store in Edmonton I just found. It's called um, The Lobby. That would, that'd be great <laughs> if I lived in Edmonton. <laughs> well, one day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, one day. When I All come these back, sound maybe. bites nobody will hear. <laughs> that's just for uh, Critter Nation just maybe we can release like a special uh, edition to paying members who get the sound bites included. yeah they have to pay me a lot of money if they want me to edit the sound bites in yeah <laughs> I have to don't remember work for what, free. what they are yeah we we ain't working for free I certainly wait does don't. the bot not hear the sound bites no it, it here's when Jake does them because I think he's got like a special system it doesn't hear the yeah. discord sounds they they hear his because his are played through his like call. Oh yeah, yeah, he has a soundboard on his computer. Mm-hmm. And Grand, you would yeah. know that if you were the number one fan. Yep, if you're caught up on the lore. You're right. You're right. I, I've been so busy. I've been. I gotta fix my computer. I will catch up eventually, but it, it might not be very soon. Okay, it's your status. Yeah. Egan probably um, knows about that. I do, man. I do. I do have a little <laughs> bit of a secret idea for for Critter Pit once once the podcast is over and you stop recording. Ooh, yeah, I like that. Egan doesn't have secret ideas. Yeah, or at least he's not telling us. Maybe that's how secret they are. Ooh, that's a very good point, Sam. I'm too secret. I, that you guys can't yeah. even know. Yeah. Yeah. He's um, that, he, maybe the message of, of, of Critter Pit to affect the global economy. 
That seems like Keegan has pretty lofty goals. Keegan definitely has beef with global economy. Yeah. Um, Did you guys know Nirvana loves Spinal Tap? I can see it, yeah. This is actually a very well-loved film among musicians. Apparently, it was a very accurate portrayal of tours. Did Peter Gabriel Which, used to um, be in Nirvana, or what? What band was he in? I don't remember. Um, I don't know. Back um, in my studio, not in my car. Oh, hell Sam yeah! And what band did Peter Gabriel used to be in? I don't know. Sounds like <laughs> a biblical name. Gabriel <laughs> is blaring on those trumpets. Um, did you guys know that Metallica's Black album? Was Genesis. a homage to. It is a biblical name. Um, Smell the glove, just the black album. That's awesome. Oh, didn't they make a I, reference to like the a white album? Yeah. yeah. Oh, is that it's a real be album? Their white album? I think so. Yeah, the white album is real. Oh, okay. it has like Blackbird and stuff on it. It's a very good. Album. I don't rock with music very much, but I think that's uh, something that exists. I don't really get. You think it's a lesser art form? Mm-hmm. It was what 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 date was it? Was it the sixties or the eighties in the movie? In the seventies. The seventies. I thought it was when the movie 70s. came out. Oh no, it's eighty four. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, it was the eighties, and he he says something about like the woman is is like saying they can't use the album because it's offensive, and he's like, mm-hmm. it's the eighties. Did you guys think that was an offensive album? Art well, they never cover. showed it, did they? I've they described it. Yeah, yeah they described it. Pretty it. Crazy. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> there is pretty <laughs> offensive album arts that I've seen, and, and I was thinking that seems like the average of. I was thinking new Critter Pit logo could just be that. <laughs> yeah, that'd be sick. Smell the glow. You could probably look up on Google Images that like album cover, and someone has probably recreated it. Let's see. Yeah. Smell the glove spinal tap. Do they release that album? Like, is it an actual album? Oh, Jesus. Did you find it? Yeah. Weird. Send it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll send it. It's, it's not as album. bad as um, I was thinking. Yeah. But still kind of weird. <laughs> It is very weird. I understand why maybe they didn't like it. I thought the woman would be it would be a wider <laughs> shot. In yeah, head. yeah, more demeaning. Yeah, that is pretty Just demeaning. Pretty though, demeaning. Yeah. <laughs> Critter Nation does not stand with Smell the Glove. We do not stand with Smell the Glove. We stand with the Black Album, though. Yeah, big fans. Big I fans. saw. I saw that album at a bookstore and I thought it was Kanye <laughs> West because it had no logos or anything. And I was like, who is, who made this album? I thought it was Kanye. It's Spinal Tap. <laughs> this is Spinal Tap. I think if this we ever did like, a, uh, if we ever had like a merch booth, it would probably go the same way that them uh, <laughs> selling their <laughs> record would go. It would. Um, so this is a, uh, a prescient film for uh, Critter Nash. Yeah, predict a lot of our trajectory here. I think so. We're going to be making a lot of mockumentaries. I am. We're going on the road soon, actually. 
Cooper Pitt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jake Tomorrow. and Ethan are coming to Edmonton. Oh, nice. Okatokes. Wait, what's the next one? Did I did I want to join in for a bit on the next one as well? <laughs> what's We're the probably next not going to record one over there when they're here. Um, next one I think is uh, Silence of the Lambs. I did want to be on it at least for a little bit. I wanted to watch it. Down is that going to be a, a Troy up? That's a Troy up. That's hype. I thought yeah. this one was supposed to be a. A Matt episode. Was it? Well, I don't know. I, I thought there was going to be a Matt episode. Solo. Yeah, Solo. It's coming up. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, Everybody's I'm, coming in on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Griffin, you're going to be on the Solo up too, bro. You're a big fan of Solo. Rewatch that shit. No, you don't. Okay, I'm good. not going to. I might. I'm going to watch it for the first time. Oh yeah, I, I have yeah. a friend that actually watched Solo, like just because. Get him I don't on. Know, I don't Get know him why. on. Because there's something. Something, the something convinced him to watch Solo by himself. I've been there. <sighs> I feel bad for him because it's just the worst. Cinema's a journey, ever. baby. He just, I, I don't think he had any opinion on it. He didn't seem disgusted, but he didn't seem like he liked it either. How did he not have an opinion on it? Is your friend like a block of wood? Sorry. <laughs> but you know. Like, I mean, of, like, maybe. Fuck that guy. <laughs> that's kind of crazy. Like a crazy movie to come out of just being like, You know, I'm, oh, I'm kind of know. mad at him at the moment, so I'll agree that he is a block of wood. But, Why okay. are you mad at him? Let's get into that. He's not working this job with me. Fuck, man. He could have been was, on the pod. He said it was too boring. This job is literally walking around doing a podcast, but it's not being recorded. <laughs> yeah, but now it is. Yeah, yeah we have first a man time. on the street. Um, I recently watched uh, the H3 podcast where they sent Eddie to Walmart, and they oh. just followed him around as he did. I don't think uh, I could watch all of that one. <laughs> it's it very funny. And now we have Graham on the street for us. Just yep. yeah. Graham's our man on the street. I should interview people for the pod. You should do That'd it be hilarious. Our, at the end for our guest. You should get somebody off yeah. the street. That would be hilarious, bro. <laughs> that would be hilarious, but I, I am have... a bit too socially awkward for that. I mean, I have That's too much fair. anxiety about it. But yeah. I might be able to work myself up there eventually, but... Once we get you on a you? Critter Pit um, Adderall. Critter Pit branded Adderall. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to be selling everything. Yeah. Your pit breaking into pharmaceuticals soon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Inspiring Yeah. Dude, we could just exactly. do the yeah, the MW company, yeah. but it'll be Critter Pit. Oh, Did I we found, ever hear back from them? I found at least three hypodermic needles. Four. Okay. Five. I'm leaving. I have stuff to pick them up, but not with me. Collect them. Yeah. We'll sell them. Critter pit Check the critter pit. Use hypodermic <laughs> needle. That'd be sick, dude. Real heroin residue. We could pretend as if we used them. Oh, <laughs> oh god! I just picked up a pizza box and another needle fell out. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh my Battlefront god! Battlefront is a great place. It's magical. Yeah, 
found a what the hell i mean most of these are unopened but i just found a big plastic bag with like at least 30 hypodermic needles and it's still in the bag <laughs> or hypodermic needles <laughs> this is a great great episode oh and i found the poop socks okay what's a poop sock it's it's in the name it is self-describing. Okay. Mm. Okay. Okay. I liked the mime waiters. That was a funny bit early yeah. on in the oh, film. Yeah. yeah. That and that felt like such like an actual. I mean, I haven't actually been to a place that had waiters like that, serving yeah. hors d'oeuvres. But I assume that's like an actual thing you would see. Yeah. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. And I felt bad for the uh, taxi driver who was trying to talk with the band. (laughs) They rolled the window up on him. (laughs) Yeah. Felt very bad for that guy. They didn't want to hear about Frank Sinatra. I'm sorry, but... I'd love to hear about Frank Sinatra. Griffin here is actually good friends with Frank Sinatra. Yeah, me and our pals. Have you tried Sinatra signature blend, like, What's it called? Jack Daniels whiskey. I haven't. No. Did not know that. Expensive, like limited edition Jack Daniels called like it's like Sinatra's blend or something like that. And like they made it after he died. It has nothing to do Mm. with Frank Sinatra. Does it have his ashes in it? Yeah. No, it has nothing to do with him whatsoever. They just named it after him. He didn't even like Jack Daniels. I'm pretty sure. Or maybe maybe he did. I can't um, believe they would do that to Frank. Sinatra. Griffin Griffin actually has some pretty insane celebrity connects, believe it or not. Oh, Can you yeah, get him on the pod? Yeah, get him yeah, on the podcast. Yeah, you want uh, Property Brothers on the pod? No yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's actually crazy. It's like good friends with the Property Brothers. Not good <laughs> friends, it's family you know friends. I, we, my uncle went to college with them. We spent a week at their place in Vegas. What How did crazy they study in college? I'm I'm very curious. Huh? What did they study in college? Like acting? Um I No, they forget. I, I forget what they went for in college because none of them ended up pursuing it, I'm pretty sure. Um Yeah. But, uh, they... I need to know. Every time I watch Property Brothers, I go, What have what did these two do in college? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the inside they... scoop right here. Okay, tell me the truth. Are they douches? Are they nice people? No, they, I, I haven't met John a whole lot, but I've met Drew a couple times, but they seem pretty cool. They, okay, they so do. From, from the show, I would say they seem pretty cool. I would agree with that. And yeah. have you met Zoe Deschanel, star of Elf? No, uh, last time I saw them was before they started dating. Oh, okay. But Damn. yeah, I met, I met Drew's wife, Linda. <laughs> that's a real celebrity connect that is on the pod i remember i was like dumbfounded being told this piece of information in ninth grade wait who who was it we should get ryan and elijah to see if we can get the voice actor who did the the guy from uh (laughs) paw patrol the voice actor of like one human kid from i know i know that kid as well actually he went to my high school yeah, let's get him on. Wait, you went to high school with Elijah and Ryan? 
No. But like this kid, he went to like I went to like an arts K to twelve school. When I was in high school, he was like in junior high or something. And yeah. Just celebrities left and right, huh? Yep. All over. So many celebrity collabs on Critter Pit. Yeah, we need to start. Just clickbait the episode. Don't even put the movie we're watching. Just just the actor. Yeah. Yeah. Just a record. Yeah. I'm probably going to start emailing like small film YouTubers I watch and scoop them up for the pod. Should be pretty funny. Hell yeah. Dude, I'd love to get Rich from Red Letter Media on here. Movies or whatever. (laughs) I dream guest. Dream guest. Either we watch Speaky My Movie. I do not. Oh, the name rings a bell. Have you ever seen uh, Ryan Hollinger? He does um, videos on horror films. I'd love to get him on. I think I just watched one of his yesterday. He's the guy that got me into horror pretty young. It'd be interesting to get a guest that neither of us know, though. Like, I wonder how that would go. Mm. I think we have enough skills at this point. What we need is one of those like YouTube channels that has a couple hundred subscribers that somehow interviews like big name directors. Mm, yes. Well, honestly, I think I could get Martin Scorsese. Just saying. Speaking of Scorsese. In, my aunt is in cans with him right now. Oh yeah. Tell that story. <laughs> I think I probably have to already told on the pod. Cause how could I not? Yeah. But, I so there's a, the new, Martin Scorsese movie that's coming out. Just the trailer just dropped. Looks, Looks awesome. Amazing. Looks um, so good. Killers of the Flower Moon. But my my auntie, uh, Tantu, is going to be in that movie. Fifth build. Oh, wow. Very exciting. Yeah. Fifth build. Damn. Get her on the podcast. On exactly. Wait, Maybe is she playing? Comes out. We'll was she in press. the trailer? Was she like? She was not in the trailer. No. Okay. Damn. Trailer looks so good though. Looks so that good. That shit I have one up. fear about it. I feel like it might be a little white savory. It's kind yeah. of what it looks like, but we'll see. But you never know. I think Scorsese's a very uh, well-minded director at this point in his career, especially. Um, and he reached out to the community as well. Like, okay. I think he did his homework. Yeah. I definitely did feel that watching the trailer, though. You can, I could see it going that way, but I have enough faith in him. Did you read the you article do. about him... Um, like just talking about reaching the end of his life and yes. just wanting to do so much more. It's so and relating sad. to Kurosawa at the Oscars, how he said, "I'm so old, I've done so much, but I'm only just now understanding what this art form's capable of." And Scorsese was saying he's just now understanding that, and it's like, shit. Ah, I I just want you to make movies forever. Exactly, you know? and it sounds I, like I he wants to too, but he can't. That. Yeah, he's just a guy. Who, completely encompasses a deep and undying love for film and that's what i love about him it's beautiful you know i've been racking my brain thinking about who i know and being in saskatchewan (laughs) like pretty pretty small um there was one girl in my grade two or three class that i had a crush on who apparently had been in a movie um unfortunately someone told the whole class that I had a crush on her, and then I cried, and then she did Uh-oh. not come back to school ever. 
all, like she, she never came what? back after the end of the year. After the end of the year. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I I misworded that. Um, no, so, she went home that day and disappeared. <laughs> yeah, disappeared. No, but uh, That's because she found out you had a crush on her, man. <laughs> yeah, she was done. <laughs> no, I I don't think she would have cared that much. But I was just like, I was screaming. I was like, No, I'm, I don't. <laughs> I'm in like I hate her. I, I scared her away. I mean, yeah, kind of a dick move. That was one of my best friends that that just decided they were like, I, the teacher like asked if like, I think he literally just put up his hand. The teacher was like, oh, what is it? And he's like, yeah, Graham said he has a crush on this girl. Sheesh. Oh, a whole class. I got, I got betrayed too in elementary school by Bryden Griffin. Bryden betrayed me in elementary school one time. He betrayed you in high school. Yeah, but I've been there, Graham. We've yeah. all been there. You'll get through it. Uh, there, there is another one. I do know uh, one guy. His dad um, was apparently the A cameraman for AMC's number two show, Hell on Wheels. Whoa. Mm. Nice. Get him That's on. That's pretty win. That's pretty big. Uh, well, I was going to say, unfortunately, again with him... Uh, I think I was a bit too annoying to him during middle school, so was it because he you pretty much blocked well? all communication from me. Shit. Yeah, I I have him on Steam, but I I feel <laughs> like if I message him, he's gonna be like, I don't like you. Damn. <laughs> he's one of your friends' dad. Uh, it, it was his. It was this guy's dad that was the a camera. <laughs> so he he oh, would okay. occasionally go <laughs> okay. onto set and he would background act on along wheels. I thought yeah, I thought you were saying it? you had his dad on Steam. Yeah. No, I have him on his Steam. His dad was gonna Hate tell you, you that he doesn't like you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, a it's a weird crazy relationship. It's crazy because after uh he moved away, he stayed in touch with like this guy that was like two grades ahead of us. And it's so weird. Like I I've known that guy for, for so many years. He was kind of like the weird kid in school. And mm. uh, they had some sort of like romance, like love okay. thing. Really weird. That's all I know really about him. Weird. Also, he yeah. recently, he like, within like the last one or two years, he messaged my other friend who I'm still friends with from middle school, but mm. not me. Like, I don't think he ever wants to talk to me again, even though yeah. I haven't really done anything to him. Sorry to hear that, ground. Very strange. I my celebrity, my biggest in is uh David F. Sandberg, which director is director of Shazam one and two. He liked one of my no letterbox way. reviews. So me and him are pretty tight. Anytime. Yeah, yeah, I mean him are the boys. Did you consult try with him? him I'm um, gonna try to get him on the pod. Yeah. Did you consult with him for the short film or short scene that you directed? <laughs> yeah, I called him up the night before. Yeah. Um, I would love to get him on the pod because he has a great story. He started out just making YouTube videos, right? Just little short horror films with his wife on YouTube under the uh, title Pony Smasher. And he made uh, Lights Out, this really viral um, Oh. Or short that Wait, I, I heard the like, whole version of that movie was awful. It's pretty bad. I've seen it. But the, yeah, the short it was, was alright, though. It was great. It's a great short. It's the one where she like flips off the uh, light switch 
much. Yeah. And when she does, there's a person there. And it, yeah, it was such a hit that studios were like, come out and make this into a feature from Sweden. So that I never love that should story. have been a feature. That, that hey, concept was only it, meant though. for a short. I support <laughs> it, though, bro. I support it. I love it. I mean, I, I support him get, becoming a successful director, but they never should have made that into a full movie. <laughs> no, no, no. I support it. I support him it. to make something else. So like they're making that Backrooms movie soon. Oh, I feel like it's going to turn into like a Slenderman kind of thing. No way, Backrooms the movie. Yeah, Back they're making it's. it. I'm pretty sure it's directed by a uh, Kane Pixels, that oh. dude, that dude on YouTube. Okay, so actually, it, should we watch the FNAF trailer? I haven't seen it yet. I didn't watch it either because I I really don't care about FNAF. Um, well, I, I care. Well, I was a big FNAF guy in like grade six and seven. <laughs> Um, started yeah. the FNAF club in high school. Like, yeah, Let's not forget. Fun, bit of fun lore. Being here, started the FNAF fan club. Yeah, as a little bit of a Five Nights at Freddy's fan, it looks okay. Like they did a good job on the animatronics because they're all practical and they look just like the games. That's cool. Okay, um, I'm gonna stream FNAF real quick so we can all watch. We won't it. be able to hear it on the. Ah, where are you gonna go? You guys seeing that? I'm just gonna yell. Yeah. Okay. Enough time. Okay. Okay. That was a famous opera song playing in the background. It looks like uh, Wally's World. <laughs> uh, is that Wally's Wonderland? Yeah, that one. Yeah, with uh, Nick Cage. Yeah. Is the guy from is that the guy from Maze Runner that's in it? Or the PETA from Hunger, Hunger Games. Games. Yeah, Hunger Games. Yeah. Hunger Games, yeah. I'm talking I don't know as if I can see it right now. I'm just running from the last I just see That was what good timing because he was on screen when you said that. I'll say what I'll say about that is it looks fine just how it's filmed, but I think it's probably been pretty shit. Yeah. To me, it looks oh, like it's movie a bad development. movie a decade. in general, but a, it looks like it's going to be a good Five Nights at Freddy's movie, but a bad movie in general. Like, uh, unless they do sure. some wacky stuff with it, it's not going to be good. I guess I've fallen think. off the naps since like the fourth one, so I'm so behind on all the lore. I don't know anything. Yeah, I, I kind of fell like, off it after the location. But I, I rehashed the lore. Me and Carson spent like six plus hours telling Levi all of the FNAF lore. Should uh, should get Carson on for the FNAF app. Definitely. Yeah, it's gonna be on Criterion. I know it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, Carson's was... already had a lot to say about it. Yeah. Very, very into it. Speaking of special F's, me and Griffin, we're talking about doing a Takashi Meek episode on uh, Ichi yeah. the Killer. That'd be, That'd be dope. Should, yeah, Ichi the Killer on, on an audition. Because those are some crazy movies with a lot to yeah. be said about that. So I think that'd be a fun app. You're, um, you haven't seen any Takashi Meek, right, Sam? No, I haven't. I what don't is think it? So. so I'd love Meek. to watch your guys' uh, retrospective on it. And then yeah. I don't even watch the movies. <laughs> They're great movies, some of them. I I think I've seen the most. I think I've seen the most of his movies out of 
Either yeah. of us, Ethan. Yeah. That, yeah the he's, premier, fan. he can be the most like disturbing director ever, or just the most confusing one, man. Usually both. Yeah, there's one one of his movies, Yakuza Apocalypse. It's like it's That's a, a mix title. of it's a mix of a vampire, zombies, yakuza, apo- like an apocalypse scenario, and a kung fu movie. Um, you haven't seen this Absolutely one, but The Happiness wild. of the Catacurics is amazing. It's a Takashi Mika musical, dude. About this, like, demented family that just keeps on accidentally having corpses to dispose of. It's amazing. And it has, like, animated bits. And also Gozu is another great one. It's like, it starts off like a uh, typical Yakuza thriller and just it sends into madness. It's amazing. I haven't seen Bozu yet, but that's the, that was the first movie of his that I ever heard of. Yeah, the cowhead bit. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, it's hold great. On. Our uh, who's the director that did the whale? Uh, Aronofsky. Are any of his movies on the Criterion? Yeah, I think so. I don't think so. I don't actually. I don't know. I don't think so. Feels like he would have at least one though. Not pie, yeah. No, because I'm just thinking. Nope. If he has None. one up there, I'm gonna be pissed off because I got no anime on the Criterion, and he literally like care. copied shots from from Satoshi Kon. They don't have a cure on the collection. Do they? I think oh, they do. Not. I feel like I've seen that. Maybe not. Maybe well, they have no good ones. Well, Akira is good. Akira is good. <laughs> I haven't seen oh, actually, this is a wonderful opportunity. Both Graham and Griffin are anime fans. Oh, I mean, kind of. I mean, yeah, I yeah. By anime fan, I own some movies that I like that are anime, and I've seen a few shows. <laughs> You're both Studio Ghibli heads. Yes, I do have all of the Studio Ghibli uh, steelbooks. Wow! Oh, wow! Okay, I'm not that much of a Ghibli fan, but I should be. I just found a um, really nice sweater. You know, the best, uh, the best direct- director in anime is Masaki Uwasa. He did uh, the Devilman Crybaby series on Netflix, and my favorite movie ever, yeah. 90 Short, Walk On Girl. Oh, yeah. Oh, I need to watch that. Oh, my God. Um, have you seen <laughs> Tatami Galaxy? Yeah, yeah, I own it. I own that and Night is Short. Is that by the same guy? Right. Yeah. Same dude. Okay, that that is literally my favorite anime of all time. Is Tatami <laughs> Galaxy? Have you seen Have you seen Devilman Crybaby? No. You I should. Get, I, I should watch it now. Now that I know it's by that guy. Yeah, it's the same kind of like animation style, but Devilman Crybaby is very fucked up. Like it's not. Yeah, I've, I've heard. Is that the one I watched? Happy. Yeah, you watched that one, Ethan. Uh, I mean, it's they've okay. got like a really bad run cycle at one point. Hmm? I've heard there's a really bad like running animation cycle at one oh. point. Yeah, when he turns into a demon and or like the demon takes over and he's got a and it's running, it looks fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Nice. I'm, I'm, uh, um you seen a silent voice crown? I like I that. I have anime. seen a silent voice. I am gonna say silent a silent voice should have ended with the main character dying. Yeah. Missed opportunity. 
like he was redeemed just kill him off like he shouldn't have sur- just miraculously survived he just they just wanted to give it a happy ending yeah mm. i don't remember i think, I think it makes more there. sense in um i i doubt that you've read the manga for a silent voice but it makes more sense in that because there's a little bit afterwards it continues on a little bit after where the movie ends yeah yeah but yeah in the movie it yeah he should have been killed Wait, is is a silent voice that one guy that does all of those like little love story movies that everyone loves there's like the one where the two people are attached by a string or something I'm... your name oh That's i don't name. think that was him I don't think he did your name. Hold on. I actually own both of those on Blu-ray. <laughs> um, I, I haven't seen your name, but um, I read through... Uh, there's a book of one of his movies. It's called like The Place Promised in Our Younger Days. And it was originally a movie, but it got written into a book and then was released back in, like, 2020 in the U.S. And uh, it's... The book is is pretty much exactly like the movie, but whoever, like, translated it was like, you know what? what? I don't like that this has a happy ending. Like, it's a very depressing story with a happy ending. And he's like, I like that it has a happy ending. So he added an extra ending at the at the end, where like, there's just I don't. Know. Have you seen a uh, Evangelion, the show or the movie? No, no, neither. Yeah, they did the same thing with that one. The end of the show was too happy for most of the fans, so he made a end of Evangelion the movie, and it's one of the most confusing things I've seen, but. Also, it does not give a happy ending like the show does. Yeah, just because people Damn. complained about the show being too no, happy. The, the thing with the book is, like, I can take an unhappy ending. But with something like a silent voice, like, the ending I would have wanted, I think, poetically kind of ends the movie. But I haven't read the manga or whatever, but... I, I think yeah, to have but... the ending where the main character dies would poetically resolve it very well. But in the case of like the book, the translator's ending in in the place promised in our younger days, it's like just depressing for no reason. It's like he just didn't like happiness or something. Yeah, just being sad for the sake of being sad. Yeah, because like the whole the whole book, their entire goal is to find this girl that mysteriously disappeared. And he goes through his whole life, he's all, like, depressed because, like, he tries to find, like, another love, but he, like, can't really. He still just doesn't have any closure from this girl disappearing. And then he finally, like, finds her, and they live happily ever after, and it's like, but they didn't. She eventually was like, I'm too dependent on you, and left him, and didn't give him any means of contact. It's like... Yeah, I find that's that's like a pretty consistent. That's a pretty consistent issue in like anime as a whole. Just everything needing to be dark. Yeah, because the I like yeah a lot of the time you'll see like 
like hardcore anime fans getting all upset about how anime isn't edgy or whatever. It's like, shut the fuck up. Just <laughs> yeah, I mean, Very like I, I definitely am more attracted to the edgier stories, but I can definitely appreciate like, the occasional like slice of life. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. What was that? What was that one yeah. erased? Have you seen that one? That was on Netflix. I haven't seen it. No, that's a show, isn't it? Yeah. That one. Yeah. That one starts off like a really cool concept where this guy can kind of go back in time, like five-ish minutes, and. He just keeps like looping that time period over and over until he finds out like whoever was going to be in harm's way and saves them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all of a sudden, like a bunch of stuff in his right life starts going wrong. Like his, I think his mom gets murdered and his house gets set on fire, and he's like the main culprit. And then he gets oh. sent back in time to when he's like a kid. So he's like, "Oh, like something went wrong back here, and I got to solve it." Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I've like, never heard much his entire life from when he was a kid. Yeah, I never heard much about that one. I've. It's one of those ones that I know I've like heard the name, but yeah, I don't know much about it. That one like starts off really cool concept, where he yeah. has to basically like save someone, but he's in the body of a kid now, because um, he keeps going back in time, but uh problem with it is the ending is just so goofy like they throw in some like weird like he's supposed to be the only person with any sort of superpower but then they're like oh it's like there's someone else too like right like in like the last two episodes yeah it just eh, it just feels like there's not enough planning behind it or it should have yeah it's almost like I, I, I have personal gripes with like Death Note as well. Yeah. Where I feel like it's just there's so much stuff that happens in it that's too convenient. Yeah, hundred percent. Death Note's like, Death Note's a very good like, example. People are just dying left and right. They're like usually killing themselves, but like sometimes they're just having a heart attack. It's very like, huh, this is obviously a supernatural occurrence. It's gotta be a person on Earth doing this. Like what? <laughs> gotta be a person on earth and then how how was it in the in show Japan. that they realized it was to do with like the names and shit how did they figure that out it's because like it was prisoners that were being killed so then they broadcasted like the names and, and stuff of a bunch of prisoners because I think it was like only people with publicly available information so there's a, people that oh. like should have been killed that didn't have publicly available information or something yeah, and then there was that news broadcast where the dude, like, pretended to be L or something. Yeah, I just think, then I remember there was a kid killed. in school obsessed with it, and he was talking about, like, yeah, the main character's got, like, 240 IQ, and I was like, oh no, he doesn't. That's not realistic. Yeah. <laughs> just write a smart character that doesn't have an unrealistic intelligence. Like, come on. Yeah, that. I, it's been a long time since I saw that show. I watched it in like ninth grade or something, but. 
Yeah, all I remember from it is mostly just the shit that's uh, made fun of, like the potato chip scene and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, it's been a long time since I watched it. Like, and that's considered one of the better ones. Like, I do think it was an enjoyable, entertaining show. I just think there's a couple stupid things. Oh, I saw the, I saw the, the American movie on Netflix, the Death Note movie. Really bad. <laughs> Can we ban that? Any discussion of that movie from the podcast? Absolutely. Okay. Perfect. No discussion of Death Note. The the Agreed. show fine, but movie absolutely not. That's yeah. the first yeah. rule of Critter Pit now. No discussing the, the Death Note movie. <laughs> and those are my thoughts on on Spinal Tap. Hell yeah! It Hell is. yeah! It was a great, yeah, eight out of ten for me as well. I'd buy it. Yeah, I'd buy it. I think about, I think about five minutes of this so far has been about Spinal Tap. <laughs> That's the way it goes. That's Critter Pit, baby. Yeah, I love, I love that segment though. That yeah, was me like, too. <laughs> it's like bizarro Critter Pit, just, just anime talk. Right. When we when you guys do the uh, the Takashi Miike episode, you should do uh, multiple movies so that. Definitely. It's like a longer topic. Like watch, watch Ichi the Killer and audition, and like mm-hmm. happiness of the categories or something. Yeah, you'll be hey, there. Wait, you, on that you end. I'm the sure of that movie, and it sounds very familiar. Which one? Ichi the Killer. Yeah, I know Ichi the Killer and audition are probably his biggest movies, mm. and Gozu. I don't know about Gozu. It's not the same. Here. That was the first one I heard about. Maybe that's why I think that, but. What's Definitely. that? Is it Ichi? Ichi, I-C-H-I. It's a crazy What's it one. about? It's, here, I'll, 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 I'll read, I'll read it's the It's ringing back. a bell. It's like, I'm, I swear I know what it is, but I, I can't think. It's, yeah, it's one of the it's funniest about, movies I've ever seen. It's yeah, it's thing. about this uh, serial killer who kills the members of the... Yakuza, and this one member of the Yakuza tries to hunt him down because he killed, like, his leader, and this mm. dude's, like, a sadomasochist, and the reason he's hunting him down is to, like, is so that E.G. can just inflict pain on him. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. it's a b- bizarre it's movie, and bizarre. the ending is yeah. hilarious. The rooftop It's so funny. Movie. It's such a funny movie. Because Save it, it for the just... pod! Oh my god, oh, yeah. wait, no, I did oh, see a god. video on it. Okay. You said rooftop, Telling me there's already a video like... on it? Yeah, the Critter Pit uh, retrospective's up. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I think for those retrospectives, rooftop, we should have and a that bit just more like of, uh... instantly reminded me of, of. I got a picture in my head of it, but I still don't remember. <laughs> fully. You, know, you know, something I've noticed watching a lot of uh, Mikade's movies, he uses a lot of sets in multiple movies. There's. A lot of the that sets in Ichi the Killer are in uh, Yakuza Apocalypse. I know this. Okay. Yeah. Well, the dude makes like six movies a year, so that'd be efficient. Probably not six movies a year. That's a little exaggerative. But he has a hundred, hundred and thirteen directing credits. So it's fucking that is crazy insane. And it's across like every genre. He goes from like Ace Attorney to Sukiyaki, Western Django. To the apocalypse films, to one missed call, which is like J horror. Oh, yeah. 
He like, voice acted. Right? He voice acted a character in the Animal Crossing movie. Of course he did. Of course he did. <laughs> There's an Animal Crossing movie. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that. Yeah, he and he voice acted a character. <laughs> it's crazy. I would. I. I would absolutely love to interview Kit Okay, just, just so interesting. Yeah, and we can. Is he Japanese? Can Graham yeah. interpret for us? I can interpret. Yeah. Great, thank you. I hope he's yeah, not that a was so embarrassing. In, in, that was so embarrassing in, in class when I brought up once that I'm like learning Japanese, and she's like, "Oh wow, it's very interesting." Like, you must know a lot. Like, no, I don't know anything. I'm just Yeah, starting. Jake was laughing. Jake was <laughs> laughing about that. Just saying. Ah, but Spinal Tap, good film. Cash good film. Meek, good right, film. Good film. Sam, you were saying something about the retrospectives? Oh, I was going to say, uh, I think for those, we should have a little bit more structured. Like, mm, not, not so much a definitely. script, but just like... You know, because I think we should put like visuals and stuff. Like it's more like yeah. an essay rather than just kind of exactly. We could honestly make those videos discussion. too. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I want to do a Star Wars one, kinda, because I've been into Star Wars recently. Ever okay. finishing um, ever since finishing Jedi Survivor, and there's a lot to say about that franchise because there's so much like real life stuff. There with, is uh, the production of the films. You know, they'll change yeah. like so much, so much based on fan perception. When's the uh, Elden Ring episode happening? You oh yeah, that. I forgot about this. Um, so yeah, Griffin has been trying to get me to play Elden Ring, <laughs> and I said, um, "I'll play Elden Ring if you come on the pod." Yeah, there we go. Now you have to, Ethan, which is bad for me because I'm a really Actually, you know bad what? Do gamer. A, do a spinoff of Critter Pit. Call it like Critter Couch. Critter Couch. Critter Couch. That's a good <laughs> name. That's Play a games. damn good name. Yeah. yeah critter Couch. Yeah, I like that. And then we can we have can a even... Critter Convention for you and Griffin to talk anime. Yep. Critter Con. Yeah. The whole Critterverse. It's expanding. Exactly. But yeah, no, I, I really want to do like the the type of thing that Oni Plays does, where they they have one person playing the game and then everyone else just talks and just okay. says random shit the whole time. I'm sure, we could do that. Yeah. Damn it, we were so close to PG. Right. Damn. No, it was just a. It was just one password. We're good. Yeah. So we're yeah. we're PG thirteen. We're fine. We're fine. Chilling. We're not gonna get eight. Yeah. I will start playing. Uh, What's it called? Elden Ring. Unfortunately. No. No, it's going to be painful. Play, you're like, is Elden Ring a good starting point for like Souls it, games? Yeah, I'd say it's the best starting point now. Because it is probably the easiest one. You can become very overpowered very easily if you just level up properly. Mm. Also, I'm hmm? obsessed with playing games chronologically, so... I, like if Elden I were Ring, to start, Elden Ring has nothing to do with the Dark Souls games, but it's in it's in like it's the same like studio and everything. But yeah, I'm just saying studio, like but, I know there's yeah. like Demon Souls, which is different than the there's Bloodborne, Demon Souls, and Dark yeah. Souls. I think the order of release is like Demon Souls, Dark Souls One, Bloodborne, Dark Souls Two, Dark Souls Three, Sekiro, and then Elden Ring. 
Yeah, like that's the order I'd play them in if they were all available. Fortunately, they aren't. For yeah, PC, um, I'm a PC. Yeah, shit, Bloodborne, Bloodborne's never going to get on PC, I swear to God. They keep saying that they're porting it, and then I think they've been saying that for like two or three years now. I mean, Demon Souls as well. Yeah, Demon Souls, I'm pretty sure, is a PlayStation exclusive, isn't it? Yeah, but it's such an old game. There's no way it's still an exclusive because Last of Us. Well, they they remastered it. They remastered Demon Souls pretty recently. Okay. Yeah. Which I I I hope that they remaster Bloodborne too, because wasn't Persona also a a PlayStation exclusive? Persona? I don't know. Persona I've never played any of those games. I know Persona 5. I, I haven't really... I've played a bit of the fourth one, I think. Unless that's the newest one. I don't... Uh, no, yeah, Persona 5 I think is the newest, five is the newest one. one. Yeah, but that just got released on PC. That's been out for like three or four years. Now. It just got released on PC. I'm pretty sure it's a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of exclusives are no longer exclusives. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, there's no Xbox exclusives anymore. They're all on PC. I mean, it's kind of about time. Yeah, because, like, now Microsoft has, like, moved basically any what was an Xbox exclusive. They remade it for PC. Yeah. But... Yeah, I'm not sure. I, it wouldn't surprise me if Sony does this same thing, but it also wouldn't surprise me if they don't. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think Sony will. Sony's going to keep their exclusives. Sony, they want Sony people to actually buy that, their consoles. Yeah, Sony plays yeah. that like Nintendo does, except not nearly as bad as Nintendo. Yeah, no, Nintendo. <laughs> the least user-friendly company ever, I swear to God. <laughs> This is me, like, I hate Nintendo, but you know what? They make good games. And then this is me after they release Mario movie. No, I hate Nintendo. Their games <laughs> suck. All oh, their games suck. That's actually the truth. Super Mario movie was not great. It's pretty bad. Too bad. But still haven't seen there, it. There are great films out there. Like Spinal Tap. Like Spinal Tap. And actually, like, you, know what's, um, you know what's crazy? Sorry, sorry, but I'm cutting everyone <laughs> off for, to talk about Illumination. Um, <laughs> it was like commonly known that the Lorax was a pretty all right movie by Illumination, and Despicable Me was really good. And they really liked it in the ninth grade, but yeah, me too. I'm taking back the Lorax change. being a good movie because they literally went against what Dr. Seuss did with the Onesler, and they made him a we, character um, with a face. Me and Griffin had a close friend who wrote a fan fiction about uh, the Lorax. I'd read it out on the pod, but I don't know. It's not I don't know. Safe for work? Let me look <laughs> over all The first oh, chapter yeah. one of those, the first yeah, page is one of the most vulgar things ever. Damn. Did you write it? Illumination, one of those. No, this was McDougal who wrote it. Okay. Google and Brayden. What an odd duo. I wrote one of the Illumination's math, math first films. One of Illumination's first films is like an anti-consumerism film, and now they've become like the most consumerist animation company. Yeah. Okay, I'll read the first line of the fan fiction just to get you a taste. Ooh. 
The Lorax was bent over, helplessly groaning. <laughs> and that's all I want to say. Ethan, that's incredible. That's the first time I'm in public right now. Yeah, it gets crazy. I can share it with you guys if you want. Actually, we'll put it behind a paywall. We'll put it behind our Patreon. <laughs> Why is there a flag on Patreon? Why is there a Confederate flag on here, Griffin? I don't know. <laughs> we That's what I told this. you when we were on the call the other day. That's what I told you. Like the second chapter starts, and one of the first things is a Confederate flag. Uh, yeah, it was not us. It was not us. Just someone six years ago. Long time ago. Lifetime ago. Lifetime. You guys should, you, you should definitely just start making content for the Patreon. Because then if anyone pays for it, yeah. they can see... We already have content for the Patreon. Content. You do? The After Dark. Have you made a Patreon? Yeah. We have not. No. Yeah, you gotta make it and upload it so that people have a reason to. <laughs> We should one day. I don't know if I want to upload that yet. No, definitely when everyone school's done. Yeah, because it's a it's a first year recap type yep. of thing. Some crazy things that were said. Big lore. Had to. There's a lot of drama with the election too, so it's very topical. Yeah, very topical. The yeah. election, like the American election, or the our our school's election. School's election. I didn't know anyone cared about that. We did. We cared. We cared really? deeply. So deeply, in fact, we did not vote. Or I didn't vote. <laughs> I, I voted. Did vote. You voted. Nice. Of course I voted for, what was her name? Roxy Rex? <laughs> yeah. I'm standing her. right beside like a huge box of rotten oil, and it is like mm. almost unbearable. It's very disgusting. I bet. Sounds terrible. Do you have to clean it up? No, it's it's like a, one of those like dumpsters, but for oil. Mm. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But like those are gross. It's probably never been cleaned out. It's literally like leaking all over the street. Yeah, I'm gonna have the to crazy go dump thing the oil is, is like one of those soon. The building that it comes from, there's like oil leaking out of a vent, and there's like a dragonfly that's been preserved for like five years. Every time <laughs> I walk by, I see this dragonfly there. The oil is like leaking down the wall. Actually, hold on. I'm getting my phone out. Okay. I'm gonna show you guys a picture of this. Like this is like please. Insane. Lore. The lore is too much to handle. <sighs> well, like this is real. This looks like paint. This looks like something you'd have on a theater set. But this is oil. Yeah, yeah. that looks disgusting. Just oh, North Battleford, huh? Oh, it's a disgusting place. Yeah, headphones just Yeah, don't come here. Ew, ew, I ew, ew. Um, I literally like renounce yeah. Saskatchewan. The entirety of it. <laughs> Me too. I agree. Except for the sand dunes they have out there. Those look pretty sick. I've never been to sand dunes in Saskatchewan. They don't exist. Griffin can can yeah, tell you all about north, it. Northwest. There's like a desert. You have to yeah. fly out to get there, though, because there's no roads. It's pretty crazy. It, there's a little bit in Alberta, too. Like, it's right at the border. Oh, shit. Dude, we got to go there right now. Port of Christian, <laughs> in the desert. We need to, that's where we'll shoot the 48-hour movie, in the desert. Yeah. That's so sick. 
do the Dune pod out there. Forty-eight hour movie. Yep. You guys are doing one. Yep. Yep. Uh, This weekend. This weekend, yo. Yeah, like tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow actually. (laughs) Always wanted to do that. You should come out. Yeah. Tomorrow's Friday. Yep. Yeah. I would if I had a vehicle, and I wasn't working, but. Yeah. <laughs> well, it starts at six. So, is it like an an event, or is it just something you're doing? No, it's an event. Uh, Okotoks Film Festival puts it. Oh on. my god! Oh my god! You guys have to, you guys have to beat that. You guys have to get an award. I'm sure we <laughs> will. That's the goal. Um, I'm sure we're gonna win. We are smarter than 99.9 percent. No, of the I was. Population, yeah. So, I was feeling bad about one of the films I was editing for school. And I was like, this doesn't, this isn't going to be good. I think it might've been the crow. And I, <laughs> I am subscribed to this guy. There was, there was this old, like, that was basically like a dating app, but for kids. And it was just like, make friends. Really dumb app. Very bad idea. Since like pedophile uh, app. Yeah, basically. It's called Yubo. And I had it back Yubo. when I was like 16, I think. And... I met this guy from Alberta who, who's like, yeah, I'm a YouTuber. And we were talking both about our like YouTube experience. And he's like, yeah, I got like 300 subs or something. It's like, well, that's so cool. We both had an interest in, in McJuggernuggets. Okay. <laughs> so uh, we were talking about that a bit. I subscribed to him. I don't know if he subscribed to me. But, uh, Better at make sure He made short films. And like... A year or two ago, he uploaded one, and it won that Okotoke. It won an award yeah. for like the forty-eight hour competition, and I watched it, and I, all of my bad feelings about the crow like dissipated. I was like, Damn, <laughs> "The crow is actually pretty good." Okay, so we actually have a good shot. We have a very good chance. Yeah, yeah, fighting chance, you could say, because we rented some equipment, some lights. It should be. Oh, you're you're very good. Professional. You're good. I don't think any of the other ones like used equipment or lights. And we have shit. like a real actor coming in. It should be. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, you guys are making me extra jealous. I wish there was a <laughs> Saskatchewan 48 hour film festival. Well, this There's is a... just like, yeah, we can just uh, like do it online. They send you an email. It's great. Yeah. There's a uh, Kimberly sh- uh, short horror film festival that in I'm going to try to submit something to. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. In October. Oh, cool. shit. Yeah could be there for that yep is there a maximum size for for teams no i don't think so you get five (laughs) tickets wow yeah so great like a whole like 50 person film set to work on a 48 hour film that would probably make it even harder just come out swinging yep um Wow. Yeah. I wanted to talk about Blackberry Guardians of the Galaxy on the set, but I've got, got to go time. Soon. We are running no, out of time. time. Yeah, I have to go to work soon. Uh, so you got time. You got time. So does we Griffin. Skip work. Uh, yeah, I work at five fifteen. I could I work at five. What time is um, it? Uh oh, it's four o'clock. Oh, wow. Time flies um, when you're on the critter pit. It does. Yeah, it always does. does. Um, but we're gonna have to definitely discuss Blackberry Guardians next time. Definitely. Because I like those movies a lot. I loved Blackberry. 
I really yep. love Blackberry. Shout out and, Canada. Um, Guardians is okay. It's a shame we can't discuss it here because Griffin's probably the biggest MCU fan I, I know. Oh, don't say that, bro. Don't say that. <laughs> Griffin loves the MCU. Especially yeah. Quantumania and Phase 5 movies. And uh, Eternals. I'm the least. You loved Eternals. MCU Come on. Fan. Yeah, bro. You can, you can love Eternals without liking the MCU. <laughs> Did I oh, no. talk about my, my Thor story when I watched like the original Thor in theaters? I don't think so. It sounds familiar, but yeah, I don't. I can't remember. I went to go watch it with my dad and my older sister. And I remember I was so. I the memory is is somewhat weird in my brain. I don't know if it's correct, but um, I was basically like slurping up all the popcorn seeds at the bottom of my bucket of popcorn, and yeah. what I was realistically doing was spitting them back into the bucket, which like kind of gross, but yeah, whatever. I'm like 11 years old, um, but for some reason my memory is that I was spitting them onto the floor in front of me, and I don't know why I would ever do this. So this is why I'm like so confused. Like that doesn't seem like anything I'd ever do. Yeah. But it, it, this gets crazy. So I'm doing this. I'm spitting them onto the floor in front of me in my memory, and all of a sudden the woman that's sitting in front of me with her kids turns around and screams at me in the theater and is like, "Can you stop that? That's disgusting." <laughs> And then I, I just kind of like sat there like shocked for a second. I just looked at my family. And then we got out of the theater and I was like, did you guys see that woman? Like no one reacted. I was like, did you guys like see that woman that yelled at me? And they were like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like she yelled. Everyone in the theater could definitely hear it, but no one reacted. Everyone was just so enthralled by Thor, man. Yeah, everybody loves Thor. It's crazy. Like, this is the start of something great. I feel yeah. like just gonna no, lie. I, I, I thought the movie was uh, that was the worst part about it. I thought the movie was really boring. It was mid. Everyone was sitting there and they're like, "Dude, by the time the fourth one gets around, that's when it's gonna pick up. That's when it's gonna pick up. <laughs> it's when it's gonna twelve get good. years. This movie, will Love and Thunder, loved. Yeah, that was a good story though. Pretty funny. Yeah. Pretty humorous. Very funny. Pretty comical. But um, that's been critter Ching. pick. Actually, that hasn't been critter pick because Griffin. Needs to recommend a movie. What? I'll let Griffin have the honors. We usually call somebody to like get a movie recommendation, just a little fun, yeah, a little thing. But since we have a guest here, why not, not Griffin do it? Can it not be any of the movies I've already recommended? Just pick one. Yeah, just can't be Spinal Tap. That's the only thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I'm gonna have to stick with Ichi the Killer Man. Hell yeah. You haven't, yeah. You haven't asked him if he saw the movie. Have you seen this movie? Have you seen Spinal Tap? Have I seen Spinal Tap? Yeah. Yeah? Nice. That's good. Yeah, thank you. Did you like it? Yeah, it was fun. Nice. Would you buy the Criterion of it? No. <laughs> I would <laughs> buy the Criterion, but unfortunately I already have the movie. I only have three criterions, and one of them Ethan gave to me, so... Oh, isn't he such a good guy? <laughs> Which one did you give him, Ethan? Stalker. Stalker. Got two. Nice. Yeah, I got two of them, just miraculously, so... I gave one to Griffin. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. It is. Griffin loved that movie. 
Very, very cool movie. I got the book for it, too. I got Roadside Picnic. Remember, yeah. when we end the podcast, don't leave right away. I got to talk about a secret, secret episode. Okay. Okay. So next time, before we go, we're going to be talking Roy. about Silence of the Lambs, right? And Troy's locked yeah. in? Uh, well, I'll just have to tell him whenever we're going to do it. Oh, but he's, he wants hype. to come on. I'll be hype. And then I think that'll be good because he's a big Guardians guy, right? Oh, yeah. And also, we have a big announcement. Um, David's coming on the pod. Oh, yeah. David, David. Cronenberg? No, not David Cronenberg. The what other it could be. We amazing don't David. know for sure. We only know him as David. <laughs> you imagine? He comes out and it's David Cronenberg. Yeah, I made contact with David and he will be on the pod uh, at some David point in the next said about episodes. Spinal Tap, Sex Farm is one of my favorite songs ever. Yep. So shout out. Dude, could you imagine? He turns his camera on and <laughs> it's so David funny. Cronenberg. He's <laughs> so funny. He's been it's following definitely not, us but... this whole time. Yeah. Oh my god, the lore would be crazy. That would be insane. But no, we love you, David, just for who you are. Yeah. Um, and I'm sorry, did you say what episode he was coming on for? Um, I don't remember, but he he will be coming on. I think it's like in a couple okay. more, after Solo. It can't be Dead Ringers because that's Caleb's episode. Yeah, it's not Dead Ringers. You like, it'd be crazy if we got David Cronenberg on for Dead Ringers, though. He'd have a lot to say. <laughs> would be pretty nuts. <laughs> what was that, Griffin? When's the solo episode? Seventeen. So that's only two episodes like, away. Yeah, <laughs> because oh. we're doing the trilogy episode for the samurai films. Yep. Wait, is that next? No, that's after oh, Silent Lambs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's one. That's when I'm on for that whole trilogy. That's yep. gonna be a fucking beast. You were born five minutes from Japan. That's going to be a three-hour episode, you guys. Get ready yep. for it. Get ready. <laughs> and then Solo. will be a crazy app. Will be. Okay. And then Peace, Critter yeah. Pit Nation. Yeah, good app. I tried to end it like five times already. <laughs>